You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday as we look forward to NFL Wildcard Weekend here. We're going to have Chris Mack join us, 93.7 The Fan out in Pittsburgh, also part of the BetQL Network. He's going to be with us 20 minutes from now. We'll do a deep dive into the Chiefs and the Steelers Sunday Night Football. But guys, let's dive into the AFC here and our thoughts on each of these games before we get to Sunday night. It starts Saturday afternoon. Um, one of the games here, Joe, that we are getting line movement in this week, and that would be the Bengals and the, the Raiders. It is down to four and a half, uh, 48 and a half on the total. Um, I, I am just surprised at, at the interest and, and the people on the Raiders. I, I real, I, I, This feels like a bad spot for them. They've won their last four games by a combined 12 points. You know, they have the worst point differential of any playoff team since the 2011 Broncos. That's the Tim Tebow Ooh. team. I mean, this this is not a playoff team if it's not a – if it's that's, you know, I know they have the fifth seed, so l- let me rephrase that. Like, they technically they would have made the playoffs, but they're in the playoffs because – there's extra seed they're in the playoffs because this they added the playoff teams like this whole thing changed and they had the opportunity to continue to fight for this i don't view the raiders as a real threat here i love the bengals in this game and i i just i go back to the matchup last time it was a one point spread bengals won the game by 18 now joe you brought up the game yesterday we talked through the box score a little bit maybe they didn't really beat them by 18 points it was a little closer than that we look at yards per play and whatnot but they won that game in vegas and I think the Bengals are better now than they were then. Their identity, it seems like they figured it out now, which is like, hey, let's let Joe Burrow cook. This guy's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I, I really like the Bengals this weekend, especially as the number moves down. You aren't wrong about the tough spot. It is a brutal spot for the Raiders. And our guest, Simon Hunter, was not wrong about what he said about uh, that they're playing the longest game of the week, last game of the week, defense on the field for the Raiders uh, for so many snaps. How is that going to impact them? less than a week later they there's been a luck factor with the raiders record here with all the one score uh, games and they're seven and two in those and they've won all four of their overtime games so there's all that but if if you throw that out there i can come right back at you with zach taylor zach taylor in his first playoff game which which dude are we getting is it going to be Burrow, the guy that was thrown for 500 yards a game in the, his last two starts, or is it going to be more of a run-heavy attack? Uh, we focused a, a lot of energy on the Buffalo weather and what's happening with Tampa Bay as as those totals have moved around a bit. Not so much with the Buffalo-New England one. It's just something that we've all been talking about because remember the, the first weather game that the two clubs had. Uh, well, the Cincinnati weather isn't supposed to be great. So that could be 20s and 30s. I just pulled it up. And the wind? What's the does it say in the wind? You know what? I didn't uh click on that part. It's just the low is 22, the high is 31 on Saturday. Yeah, if it's not saying anything about the wind, it's probably not uh too much. But yeah, I mean the weaknesses on the Bengals, the offensive line, and what do you know? The pass rush is I'd say a pretty big strength of the Raiders. There's that. And The Raiders are going to have to move the ball through the air. They're going to have to attack that Cincinnati secondary. I put me on the side with the Raiders. I I know you don't agree with that, but, you know, yes, there there is a case to fade the Raiders. And I understand all of that, but um, you're you're going to have to trust Zach Taylor. And Jamar Chase, he has snapped over the last few weeks. It's uh, 
it's been quite impressive. But I just I see value on the number, and much of that has been sucked out by the market when it was six six and a half. I thought there was certainly more value at four and a half. I, yeah, I don't I don't love the Raiders either. But uh, I'm curious to see where this goes. I'm a little worried that it's one of those public underdogs because haven't heard a ton of support from Cincinnati. I'm going to assume that the public's going to go in because over the last month, Bur- Burrow has played at an MVP level. I think this is an advantageous spot for Cincinnati. Las Vegas on the short week, they had to play five quarters on Sunday night football, plus the long trip to Ohio where it is going to be cold. It's a dome team going outdoors in January. Um, we just talked about the weather. It's not going to be warm. <laughs> I don't know about the wind yet, but I'm sure it'll be there as well. Um, and then, you know, aside from what happened in week, in week 18, I mean, the Raiders have overcome a lot of adversity, but overall, I think we could all agree they're just not really a great football team. Um, the Bengals have a really good offense. I like Joe Burrow and their offense against a Raiders defense that's allowed 439 points. The Bengals rested just about every key player in last week's loss to the Browns while the Raiders had to play just about everybody and the game went to overtime just to get to the playoffs. So this is one of those situations where, listen, my whole family's Raiders fans, but I don't also want to overthink this. You know, like to me, this seems like the Bengals. This is a great spot for the Bengals. Have we come too far just based on how the Bengals closed the season? And when they did play in late November, it was a one point spread. Now we're in five, six territory. Have we come too far? Uh, Waller dominated in the regular season matchup, that Bengals victory. He had a big game, seven catches, 116 yards. His first game back last week, it was a big story. His return, he did not do much. Carr was targeting him. Uh, nine times, but he only had two catches for 22 yards. Uh, so Waller's going to play a big part to see if uh, yeah. he can have a bounce back performance. He was also back last week. Quick. I didn't think he was 100%, though. He didn't look totally yeah. right, Waller. Mixon could also have a game. In the first win, Mixon ran for 123 yards and two touchdowns. So if you're making some notes on some props you want to look at, that could be another one. I, I just I, I can't get past the Burrow. Uh, what's happening here. We had 11 touchdowns, no picks his last four games. The Raiders were 21st in the NFL DVOA against the pass. We saw Mahomes hit to them twice. I mean, if Zach Taylor has a half a brain, and, and it's five-mile-an-hour wins, so it doesn't look like it's going to impact the game. Okay. That's pretty pretty mild. If he has a half a brain, he's going to throw the football to Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and his receivers, and I, I don't see how the Raiders keep up in a game like that. Um, quickly before we move to the next game, because there's another young quarterback in that one. So these are two quarterbacks making their first postseason start. Carr is a veteran. I mean, he's been around, but he's never been in the postseason. Obviously, Joe Burrow is really a young quarterback. You know what I always think is interesting? We, we always try to handicap this. We First of all, you said earlier, we don't know, right? Some great quarterbacks have struggled in the postseason early in their career. And these guys like Tom Brady just walk in the league and they just start winning playoff games. So we don't know. Yeah. I do think, and this is not something you can handicap, I do think the demeanor of a quarterback, it matters to me when I think about the postseason. Doesn't Joe Burrow just come across as like, he'll be fine. Maybe he won't throw for 400 yards. I'm not saying he's going to win every game, but I'm not worried about Joe Burrow. Like he's the got moment. some confidence, almost no, yeah, on arrogance and swag. Yes. <laughs> there are some quarterbacks you kind of worry about. Like, they're, I don't know, their personality, they're frenetic. But, I just, I think he'll be fine. We, we are also, we, we talk about these two teams like one was 12 and 5 and one was 7 and 10. They had the same record. 
You know, like it, and, and I think what Aaron said is how a lot of people feel about this game, that the Raiders are not a great team. Are the Bengals a great team? Yeah, the same team. amount of wins. They're a good team. The Bengals are pretty good, good, not great. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I guess because but, of Mixon, Jamar Chase and Burrow, I I put them a, a notch above. What was the point differential difference, though? Probably 100 points. Minus 65, I think the Raiders were. It was a lot, certainly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, one of the Raiders' seven losses was against the Bears. Oh, you know what? The Bengals lost to the Bears, too. <laughs> they both suck. So, By proxy, yeah. the Bears are the best team of all <laughs> I mean, they would win. They're they would one of those win teams. Right. The Raiders were minus 65 in point differential. What were the Bengals? I'd guess plus 55. Plus, plus 84. Plus 84. So it's over 100 points yep. oh, yeah, combined. So, Joel, is there – I know you're really down on Zach Taylor, and I'm not saying I'm high on him, but is there, like, a couple of, like, things you can point to, like, hey, this is why I'm down on Zach Taylor? I, I just know that you are. I don't know that I've ever really heard, like, oh, like, this let's, or that why. Let's look how he handled the season. Um, when did they turn it on? When did everybody get behind the Bengals? When he the handed Ravens. the, the reins over – over to Joe Burrow when he looked at the matchup said oh yes exactly the Ravens when oh we've got a pass and I have Joe Burrow and all the supreme talent on the outside what was he why was he running Joe Mixon into the middle of the line 30 times a game for like the first three months he, yeah he has not impressed me but if he continues to do what he was doing in the last month he will and he might be our coach of the year winner he might be because of uh, the turnaround and I and I give him credit. Not a lot of people had the Bengals winning the division. Nobody had the Ravens finishing in last place in that division. But uh, that's exactly what happened. I mean, just some of the common sense stuff over the first couple of years. It, it just, come on, dude. It's not, it's not that complicated. But maybe he's turned the corner. Like, I made the case for young quarterbacks in the playoffs. Struggles early, but the good ones are going to figure it out. So don't be surprised if that trend dies Maybe we're seeing it with Zach Taylor. We could be. And maybe in a couple of years, people are pointing to that Sean McVay tree and saying, hey, Taylor, Taylor's a good one. But over the first couple years, hard to say that. And, and I know last year's is uh, was brutal. When you lose Joe Burrow, what are you supposed to do? We've got Brandon Allen, you know? Yeah, and I think the only follow-up I was thinking about as you were saying it, maybe he ran Joe Mixon the line 30 times because Burrow was coming off the knee injury. And now he's got his Could legs be. under him. Like now he's letting yeah. him a little bit. So we'll, I mean, we'll see. Didn't this, if he didn't him. trust the offensive line? Maybe yes. early. Yeah. So you have I don't week. think he I mean, that's should. Go it's always line. interesting when a, when a coach flips. Like you could look at him and be like, "Hey, why were you a dummy in the beginning of the year?" Like Sirianni and the Eagles, right? Like, yeah. or then you could say, "All right, but he figured it out." Like, what's it's it's a sliding scale. Like, you, as long as you figure it out, you figure it out. And both Taylor and Sirianni figured it out. But like, why did it take so long? But it's, yeah, a much larger sample for Zach Taylor. So sure. let's see if, if – is he going to revert back? I mean, there's some really good coaches that fade. Uh, the, the two teams on Monday night, outside of the one season with McVay's long playoff run, I mean, McVay, for a number of years, fading in the second half of seasons. Mm -hmm. Teams are figuring out the offenses. Cliff Kingsbury, go back to uh, college, notorious for the same thing. But people, I would say, still view both of them as good coaches. Um as a first-timer, and it, both of these head coaches are first-timer. But that Raiders coaching staff is extremely experienced. So sure, maybe Bradley. maybe they have the slight edge as far as that yep. goes. All right, it's an interesting game. That's the first one. Let's go to the second game in the AFC Saturday night. 
Now, speaking of weather, Aaron, Aaron I think you had the uh, the forecast up earlier, the Bills and the, the Patriots. I was on in, uh, in Rochester yesterday uh, with uh, in Bills country mm-hmm. on one of our Odyssey stations. And we welcome all of our, uh, our New, York, New York listening audience in because, boy, <laughs> boy, they are betting. And they're so excited. When I was in Rochester yesterday or on with those guys, they mm-hmm. were telling me about all the boosts they're getting on their apps because, obviously, you know, the books want them to be be betting and, and have all the money in their accounts. So they're excited for this game. But the first thing that came up when I was talking to those guys yesterday was, what do you think about Josh Allen and the Bills in the cold? And it's just, it's so funny because they are the Buffalo Bills. They're supposed to play in the cold. This is their home stadium. Aaron, it's going to be cold Saturday night. That's the first, that's the first thing that keeps coming up here. I mean, does anyone play well when it's five degrees, seven degrees? I mean, that well, is just Packers, so cool. Yeah, that the Packers. Just, that's true. That yeah. is true. I don't know. I mean, this this is an interesting uh, situation because I love what Simon Hunter said, and I'm really tempted to take um, the Patriots plus the points now. It is Bill Belichick, and it's hard to bet against him. In a, in a playoff matchup, he is the GOAT when it comes to coaching. Um, and the other thing is, you know – Mac Jones only throwing three times the last time they played in bad weather. That's another factor. Um, so this is a tough one. I don't have a play on this one yet. I don't have a strong feeling. This one for me is a tough, it's a tough one. You're right. Who plays great in the cold? Well, some of the all-timers do. Like the Green Bay. You've got, if you're going to be a Packers quarterback, you've got to be really good in sure. cold weather. And I think that's the overall point here that Josh Allen, you're in Buffalo, dude. This is going to be the situation every year, every single year. If you're in a good team, you're, you're going to get some home games there. You're not going to get through the AFC just playing in a bunch of domes. And uh, here's Josh Allen's career numbers uh, below freezing. Okay. Six touchdowns, seven interceptions, 167 yards per game, 167 completion percentage, a 62 quarterback rating. Those aren't below average. Those are hideous. Those are hideous numbers. And that's that's five games now. So it's a small sample size. A lot of it when when he's young. But that's why people are talking about it, because the numbers are so bad and the weather's going to be pretty brutal. Do you think he's going to wear that – wetsuit like tom brady would wear <laughs> i don't does. i don't i <laughs> gotta make a big wetsuit. Mac that Jones guy's, that guy's or big. josh allen either i mean yeah. that is just so cold i don't even know how you grip a ball when it's that cold i would just it's not be fun the worst, i would it be is, the worst mood yeah i just can't wait to see bill fun. belichick with icicles like forming on his face on, on saturday night it's i mean when up. you guys start talking about head coaches and cold weather i just go right to tom coughlin like his, the his veins. face was so red. The veins, man. It was. I think he was dead. He was that, dead. Uh, the Giants, <laughs> Giants Packers NFC title game. I, I didn't think the uh, guy was going to get out alive. It was like minus ten degrees. I like the pat. The well, we'll get to it on the other side. Yeah, we'll hit that. Chris yeah. Mack will join us as well from ninety-three-seven. The fan of Pittsburgh Chiefs and Steelers deep dive with Chris Mack next, right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.